there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Welcome back to Alluring, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the history and story of different legends and lore from around the world. And we are super excited because, as this being a lost tape, which means we have people here with us. So I would like to introduce y'all to the Fairy Tale Fix crew. Thank you. Thank you. The Thank applause. You. It's, it's what we deserve. Yes. <laughs> Nothing less. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Abby. And we, uh, yeah, are the hosts of Fairy Tale Fix, which is a what the fuck. Can we curse on your show? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're oh, thank we're going to get into it. So don't you worry. That it's a what the fuck fairy tale podcast where we read classic folk and fairy tales and then fix them for a modern audience. Yeah, that's the gist. Yeah. We have and- a good time. And they're great. So this is this is my suggestion. Go to theirs to learn about the stories, okay? And then you come to ours and you learn about the characters in the stories. So oh. then, now you got two podcasts. You got one where you get the old-timey stories and you got one where you get the details about the characters. So you're set for life. You don't need anything Your else at this film. point. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I feel like you should listen to Alluring first so you know the characters and then oh, you there. can help us make better predictions. Uh, <laughs> it depends. I feel like it's like if up. you're a book person or a movie person, like book oh. first or movie first type of person. Oh, you know, that's, that's, that's where huh? you decide. Yeah. See, I'm always I'm always a book first person because yeah. I'm also a judgy person. <laughs> and I need Fair to know enough. Fair enough. if this is any good. <laughs> so if you're a judgy person no <laughs> yeah if you're a judgy person come listen to fairy tale first. yeah oh, i get really into the lore i'm always like after i watch the movie or read the book i'm like i want to know more i want to know more about these characters these creatures tell me everything absolutely oh i'm a lore bitch till the day i die give me everything <laughs> how does the sun set in the realm Tell me what color mm-hmm. the moon is. I need to know it all. <laughs> I want to know more about all the wizards and the Lord of the Rings. I heard there are more. There's only There's know. more. I there need are... to know. Don't even. That's what I want to move on. 
we've ranted about this before. We will probably <laughs> rant about it again. No, it's just the thing is, is that if you get me started, I've got, I've, you know, you and I, <laughs> I both, you and I both have a patter about this particular subject. That's <laughs> true, yeah. Well, do you want to just tell people where they can find you real quick? Yeah, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. It's called Fairy Tale Fix. We're on, you know, Apple, Spotify, Podchaser, all the big ones. Um, and we are at fairytalefixpod.com. And our social medias are at fairytalefixpod. And we'll have links, um, like always, on our Insta. We like to tag people. And you guys will see it on our website, our, which will be all spiffy. And I'll have a direct link there. So you guys, go check them out. All right, let's get into this. Um, I want to start. We'll start with Ryan, and then we'll go to you guys. So you know how this works. We like to start every episode by asking the other one what we found alluring this week. So what brings you joy, Ryan? What has sparked um, your heart? I so guess. the only three things I do in my life are work, school, and this podcast. Um, <laughs> so the thing this week is um, Kimmy sent me our new website yesterday, which when this episode out comes out, won't be uh, probably be common knowledge at this point. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, our new website is live with our new shows that are coming and it's all very exciting. Um, the cover art is dope. Now we just need podcasts recorded <laughs> to go behind them. Um, Cause that's what we do here. Art first podcast second. Yep. That's <laughs> how I did this one. <laughs> yep. But it's cool. cool. You got to have a very pretty website. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 You scroll and it's like the night sky changes colors and there's like forest trees. It's all like campground themed. Yeah. It's sick. That sounds magical. I mean, I know I've said this before, but I love Kimmy's art. Your artwork is just so gorgeous. So beautiful. I'm obsessed. It makes me so happy. I love the praise. Like never stop. (laughs) (laughs) If it's ever a Tuesday afternoon and you're like, I feel like complimenting something today, send me a message. Just be like, Kimmy, love your art. I'm like, that can get me through the next three hours. Just Yep. <laughs> it's getting to be that season and I need to buy your Krampus sweater because he's the cutest yes. little Krampus thing I've ever seen. I made a fleece blanket of him that will be going in the shop in two oh colors and oh. i think i did him like on something else too i'm all of my so christmas photos last year like <laughs> nephew family everyone's wearing like fun christmas stuff and i'm there and with my like <laughs> double krampus shirt <laughs> yes <laughs> incredible I yeah love it so much yeah you know the thing is if you guys get it we can all like color coordinate or something yeah yes please <laughs> All right. Uh, Abby, you want to say what you found alluring this week? (laughs) As I have mentioned before, I am a judgy bitch and I get (laughs) I get a lot of joy out of being a judgy bitch, especially when it comes to like media related topics. So this week and again, this is going to be so dated by the time this episode comes out. But this week. I got a lot of joy out of being a real bitch about episode one of House of the Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) 
I knew, I knew in my soul that was going to be the thing. Is it bad? <laughs> it's okay. I'm so, I'm so scared. All right, I here we go. It yet either. Very short. Is I will like give you a short, short synopsis. non-spoilery. Yeah. Non-spoilery overview of okay. of why I was being a real bitch about it <laughs> this week with joy in my heart because because ultimately peace and love, like, peace and love. <laughs> this is going this is probably going to be a bit of a hate watch for me but I am still going to watch it absolutely yeah because I love the I love the entire thing I love the premise love Game of Thrones um mm-hmm. Love seeing like the Targaryens at the height of their power and with the maximum number of weapons of mass destruction slash adorable pets that they are ever going to have. That that shit is great and it's going to make the show worth watching, in my opinion. <laughs> the stuff that I <laughs> fucking hate already is that they're tackling, like, a major theme of it is they're tackling, you know, sexism in a fantasy medieval society as a major theme and women living under that society. And and the show is written and showrun by two well-intentioned, lovely cisgender men. And Oh, wow. So they know so much. <laughs> I, I just feel like they don't know a whole lot about... <laughs> about what it's like to be a a femme person living under the yoke of misogyny. And they've already made a few mistakes in episode one that makes me want to just just sit down and have a nice chat about <laughs> stuff. Oh no, I'm so scared to watch it. Now. <laughs> it's fine. It's not it's not the worst thing ever. I think I'm the I think I might be one of the angriest people about it because I enjoy it. <laughs> That so, made me yeah. more excited to watch it, honestly. So, Can I have a yes. proposal for you of something yeah. I would love for you to do? I'd love for you to mail them a letter, because it feels <laughs> right, right? Mm-hmm. And in the letter, please put a map of the clitoris and say, if you can't find this, <laughs> you shouldn't be writing about well, people I mean, that have Here's it. the thing. I don't know if they can't find it. They seem they seem like nice men. I'm sure that, I'm sure that they... I'm not even sure that both of them are even straight or or date women at all. You don't have to be straight to know. But if but you know, I don't. They're they're probably fine lovers. I and they're obviously they obviously care about the subject. It's not that they are not well intentioned because I get what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but they're just not doing it well. Right. Um, Fair enough. They're doing it in a way that absolutely uh, pushes all of my buttons. Uh, <laughs> And it's also a really, like, it's a fun show. The actors are great. Like, it's it's a lot of fun dragon stuff. And I, I still recommend, like, giving it a watch. But just, you know, Ryan, Kelsey, and Kimmy, if you end up being into this show, you know, we, we can reconvene and we can talk oh. about about the thing that I That's hate. my plan after we're done recording today, like, before this even started, was to finally watch it. So I'll, I'll message okay. you right after. Yeah, Ryan, hit me up with your thoughts. I yeah. wrote an entire, like, feisty blog article oh, on our website. Please nice. I still I am going to propose share. the letter thing for you because yeah. it feels right to me. I can just <laughs> copy and paste it into yes. the letter. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. I, just, I just can't believe I'm hearing about 
what is it? Sorry, House House of Targaryen. What's it called? House of the Dragon. I'm so amazed I'm hearing about that first before the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. But did that come out? Has that come out yet? That came the out first yesterday. two episodes, yes, came out yesterday. Yeah. I have watched I can't the first b- one, but not the second. Okay, maybe Sorry. that's why. Maybe it's the timing, but I'm just surprised. My feelings about that show are friendlier. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe that's why. Okay, never mind. And I like <laughs> and the back. thing that brings me joy is being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. I just want to watch it with you. <laughs> To be yeah. honest, you got to drink while you watch it. <laughs> Every time something pisses me off, I'm going to take a shot just for you. Oh, hey, oh you no. know, Kelsey, the whole time. I, like Kelsey, Ryan, and Kimmy, if you're interested, if you want to have a have a scener or a screener like session, watch I'll watch party. it with you. <laughs> we'll do Discord movie night. On. Yeah, <laughs> and like I will sit there and like silently seethe yeah. while you take in the. No, first you episode. you have to host it because you have to pause every time you have a problem. <laughs> like, and that's why <laughs> this scene yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten would would watch. Would oh, yeah. But dragons, yeah. so it's great. I mm-hmm. I don't know. My I have like. Yeah. I have no feelings in the middle about this show. All of them are on either side. Yeah. <laughs> like, I loved this, and I hated this. <laughs> I, so, um, movie night <laughs> on Discord. We'll figure it out, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I took up a lot of time with that, so. Oh, that's yeah, fine. You have, like, three words you can say for your alluring thing, so make yeah. it. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's <laughs> <laughs> what's your alluring thing this week mine is really short it's um so it's fine that's good mine's very wholesome i feel like mm. so actually today literally today i messaged abby i was really tired when i woke up and i was like should i go like take a shower and go to farmer's market or should i take a nap and she's like shower and go to farmer's market it's like okay i'm gonna do that And I had a great time, honestly. But on my way back, I had a whim to go to the nature center um, where Mm. I live, which has like, you know, some, it has like a hawk that needs, well, that can't be out in the wild, basically, and snakes and stuff like that. And I stopped in and it was, it literally filled up my whole soul because I used to work there also. So I'm very familiar with it. I love that place. But like the thing that made it for me was the guy who used to work there let me hold a stick bug. <laughs> oh, nice. that's so cool. And I That's awesome. I fucking love stick bugs. Like he's on my arm. He's the cutest thing I've ever seen and I'm and and there's like they're so cool because they produce babies without the help of any other stick bugs they just do it on their own so there's like 30 of them in this tank (laughs) and i'm holding the biggest one on my arm and i'm just like i am so in love and that was what i found alluring this week was just this this crazy beautiful creature that looks like a stick and he's on my arm and I don't know. I just, I, I haven't done anything like that in a really long time. Like worked with around nature or around animals yeah. and it was the best. Nice. So, so thanks beautiful. Abby for the great advice. I Otherwise that. I would have just taken a nap and <laughs> probably been really groggy. You're welcome. I take all the credit for this. 
She's like, this is me. Well, it sounds magical. It sounds like you had a very fae moment. That's why I like yeah. to call them. And I think that's super precious. Because, like, I like as you were saying it, I pictured you in, like, a magical realm with, like, the fairy lights and stuff. Just like, <laughs> it felt like it. He's just, like, kind of crawling up my arm. And I don't know. Just so gentle. They're so sweet. I love stick bugs. That's one of my favorite bugs. I like bugs. <laughs> I like spiders. I like snakes. I got to hold a snake, too. Oh, that's cool. But somehow, I don't, and I got to see an old friend who's a hawk, who's like 23 years old. He's such an old man now. Wow. He's so handsome. I love him. <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't know hawks lived that long. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, they usually don't. <laughs> oh, well then, shout out to that hawk. That's... Shout out to long yeah. life. Cheers. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The bug really did it for me. Just, it was very magical. You're just such a like a forest fairy, yeah. like Straight nature. Up, yes. Like you're such a nature witch, and I really love that about you. It literally filled up my whole soul. I felt so happy afterwards, and I just, I don't know, it was awesome. Uh-huh. It's so cute. Yeah, I was like, you have major dryad energy, so <laughs> she really does. You're, you're rocking it. <laughs> All right, Kimmy, it. what did what did you find, Lauren, this week? Um, this is my, this is my last week I'm going to talk about it. Harry Potter party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has taken over my living room and it is beautiful. And the time this episode will be out, my party will have happened. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's really fun. Um, I, I like decorate parts of the house as different themes and we do like Quidditch games and you get assigned to houses and you compete and I make like prizes I get like I go really that hard does sound like, really fun like I want to post about I get my friends that are like I will never dress up or cosplay in my life to dress up to yes. it so like it's Amazing. we go hard and we just uh, so my learning thing will be like we finished getting our costumes today so I'm gonna be Lily and my boyfriend's gonna be Snape oh. so we're doing like young versions oh <laughs> nice. my god because I think it will be really cute. You've got <laughs> the hair for so it, that's cute. for sure. Yeah, and it will be cute. He So the best way to explain how my boyfriend looks is he looks like Kylo Ren. So <laughs> we're going to part his hair down the middle and do the snake swoops oh, on the side and see perfect. how that goes. <laughs> is he going to do an Alan Rickman impression? Uh, so we want really bad um, for Halloween the problem is there's no gingers or like redheads in Star Wars, so I was like, you should just be Kylo Ren. I'll just be like a bad bitch, <laughs> just dressing. You'd like be one of the clothes. Knights of Ren, and like that's what be... I was thinking. Yeah. Like, just look cool. I'll be yeah. like, get yourself like up some black robes and a red yeah. lightsaber, and just look menacing. That's it. And that's what I was telling him because like we like we when we went to Disney, it was so funny because we were in the lines and he had like sunglasses on and a hat, and people would be like. Did people tell you you look like Kylo Ren? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> compliment. All the time. Uh, that's a crazy good compliment Absolutely. because Adam Driver compliment. is. I know. I manifested that one just right. Let me tell you that. <laughs> good job. Woo, Are you right. going to be in so. character the whole time? I have to say, Abby and I did a, a, a Harry Potter themed party once and yes. I was Dumbledore. 
but I did like weird comic book Dumbledore and I was in character <laughs> the whole time to the point where I think I annoyed everyone because I kept screaming 10 points to Gryffindor and like no. throwing things. It was the best because she would scream it regardless because like we all dressed up as different characters, right? Like I like I actually dressed up as Snape on that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and m- like it, regardless of what house anyone belonged to, anytime they did something Kelsey liked, she would just scream 10 points to Gryffindor. Like I was also regardless. <laughs> Yeah, you were pretty. You were um, pretty gone. I, I hope I like. I'm doing Lily because I can just act like tough. Because I do. I am tough at my parties. Like you, you do something against any of my house rules, I kick yeah. you out. Like I don't care. I'm like I don't forgive. I'm <laughs> I will remember everything. But I do make like house theme drinks, and I have a friend that's a bartender. So. Yeah, it's it gets litty. I got stuff for like liquor lord jello shots and like the gold glitter in it. And nice. I'm, I'm so excited. That sounds <gasps> really fun. Like I Speaking. love that you actually throw like a crazy party. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do have one more question. Yes. Is there a shrine dedicated to how JK Rowling is a monster? No, that's uh, no. in this <laughs> that's too much work. She doesn't deserve yeah. it. <laughs> Just talk, yeah. It was just pretend she doesn't exist yeah. during the party. Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> and Emma Watson and Rupert Grant all created Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. And Alan Rickman, they all get the credit. Yeah, no, it's, it's very we don't speak of it kind yeah. of thing. Like, I make like a Hogwarts invitation and I refer to myself as headmistress Kimmy, and I this is this yes. is the leader of the thing. We don't talk about anyone else. Adorable. <laughs> So, so you guys are um, Snape and Lily. Yes. They they have a they have a bit of a, a tragic love story, huh? Oh yes. You know, you know what else has a bit of a tragic love story? That that's gonna be our story this week. You can't fire sounds. Ow. Davy Jones, oh Davy Jones, where are they gonna rest your bones? Down in the deep blue sea, down in the deep blue sea. The devil Jonah come for you, there was nothing you could do. Down in the deep blue sea, down in the deep blue sea. Take it away, Kimmy. There are many dangers out on the open sea, from hungry sharks to crews going mad. But out of all the things to fear, one of them is known to have supernatural abilities. This entity brings hurricanes with him, guides sailors to their watery grave, and he is referred to as the Devil of the Sea. This week, we'll be talking about Davy Jones, a nautical grim reaper that sails the seven seas. This entity is found in early 1500s folklore and became popular through the 19th century during time of romanticizing pirates and sailors through literature. His tragic tale is still told to this very day, as many keep an eye out for this devil of the sea. So, my precursor is I fell in love with Davy Jones with this, so I hope you guys do too. (laughs) I think I'm already halfway there based purely Mm -hmm. on the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, because Bill Nye is just... (laughs) Just just did it right. He just did it right. (laughs) Just all, all pirate lore for me. 
I'm with you on this. Like when when I manifest <laughs> my boyfriend when I say this, I'm like when I manifested him, I put like pictures of like Johnny Depp and like his wife girlfriend thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of that scene. And I was like, I just want anything between that range, and I would be very happy. <laughs> oh, yes. And if you're wondering, it's Adam Driver, apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there are many possible origins for the story of Davy Jones, so it's unclear where it comes from. The best probability is from around the 1500s when people start trading and finding at sea. So the book, The Four-Year Voyage of Captain Gregor Roberts by Daniel Defoe, was one of the earliest written references for Davy Jones in 1726. Daniel Defoe's story refers to Davy Jones as a deity of death and the final resting place of dead sailors. There are some tales referring people being sent to his locker prior, but it was only ever in passing phrase, so like there was no context to it. It was just like, you have to guess what it means. So... Many also believe Davy Jones was an actual person. The most popular is he was a British pub owner, but many also believe he could have been a saint or was a Duffer Jones, which is a notorious myopic, 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 a notorious myopic sailor who conditions often lead him to falling off the ship. So short sighted. Yeah. So (laughs) boy struggles to take a step. (laughs) (laughs) So, during World War II, there was even a reference to Davy Jones' locker, which was nautical jargon for a clumsy or inexperienced sailor. Oh, okay. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> that, so, I've always wondered where the locker part came from. Yeah, so <laughs> it was pretty much to say, um, you shouldn't be on a ship, but <laughs> we need people to fight. So, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> we're going to roast you. <laughs> <laughs> so... Some also believe that there are connections to the pirate captain David Jones, who sailed the seas around 1630s. But this pirate captain wasn't too well known, so most historians dismiss the idea. There is also the idea that Davy Jones comes from the name Duppy, a West Indian malevolent, 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 malevolent. Oh my God! Thank you. Um, um, what you guys may not know is I spend a lot of the episode uh, helping Kimmy pronounce words. <laughs> so I got back up today. This is great. Yeah. This is, <laughs> and our listeners know you aren't yeah. too familiar. I try really hard. I got Very some hard. things going against me <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> let me. But I can draw, so I can't complain. <laughs> yep. So, I, you, I mean, you know, I, I just, I'm a giant word nerd. And, so and same. Abby's I'm, here to, my, I'm here to help. Abby's <laughs> yeah. my dictionary thesaurus pronunciation guide. I can't do basic addition in my head, but I do know <laughs> most English words. See, there's the, the same boat here. Yeah. I love business calculus and pre-calculus and no one gets it. <laughs> I don't either, but here we are. I mean, we're perfect for each other. We balance each other so <laughs> Balanced out. Beautiful. See, listeners, now I don't even have to pronounce stuff. You guys can just enjoy actual (laughs) right ways to say things. All right. So, da-da-da, he haunts the people. Mr. Duppy does. Um, Those two aren't talked about as much, Duppy and the David Jones, but I feel it's important to bring up because there is some connection. Um, There are just a handful of some early legends that touch on the idea of the devil that lurks the sea. And with the romanticization of pirate life in literature, it wouldn't be long until Davy Jones became a famous antagonist in many of these tales. 
especially during the 19th century. So, oh, you guys will probably know some of these stories. And if not, I think you'll enjoy taking a little read. So over time, from the King Pest to Moby Dick to Bleak House to Treasure Island, Davy Jones was a great character to add a sense of doom and dread to the vast open sea. His popularity even continued into the 20th century as he continued to be mentioned in many books and started to find his way into songs. He even became part of the Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Mm, he sure did. <laughs> She's like, I remember that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So during this time, we also learned, excuse me, during this time, we also learned the meaning of his name and why he was referred to as Davy Jones. So, the name Davy Jones is often represented to be devil, saint, or god of the seas. Origins of his name are not known today, with many historians claiming that it became viral spreading among sailors for the ages. So, there are several theories that the name came by altering of the old saints or spirits. So, that would be Welsh Saint David, who protected sailors in times of mortal danger, West Indian malevolent ghost Duffy, or the evil angel of the sailors called Jonah. I have a alternate theory that okay. his name is David, but so is his dad, and he just got tired of people, and so he's like, please, please, like, call me, da- call me oh, Davy. Call me Davy. David <laughs> Jones is my father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, call me Davy. I like Davy Jones so much better than David Jones. Mm-hmm. Davy Sounds just... a little white, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. White. The whitest. Like, well, David Jones great. is going to do your taxes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly what it's Davy, Davy Jones will give yeah. you a night to remember, but David yeah. Jones is going to tell you you're yeah. the IRS like a thousand bucks. So. He's a, he's a <laughs> CPA. He's really, he's really into it. Davy <laughs> Jones is the subject of a really body ballad that you might hear in a bar about a wild yeah. night you had. Yeah. David Jones is Probably the store manager of yeah. <laughs> a grocery store. Yeah, exactly. I completely binged all of the, um, what's that show? Uh, it, what We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. And I loved oh it. God. So he's an energy vampire. For yeah. <laughs> yes. That's David. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so... Davy Jones, despite his gruesome description, was not a figure whom a pirate necessarily needed to fear. The typical process for a sailor who died at sea was an oversea burial. As a result of this process, it was understood the body of the sailor would eventually lay to rest in Davy Jones' locker. However, the difference between sailors lay in the state of their soul. Noble sailors resided for eternity in Fiddler's Green, where wicked pirates would experience the anger of Davy Jones for the rest of their life. That's so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's scary to die, but if you were malevolent in life, mm-hmm. if I said that right. Nice. You guys know what I mean. Well done. <laughs> then you were going to have an awful time, but if you were good, you're all good. Oh, we're into the Fiddler's Green. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm going to hand it off to Ryan so he can tell some of the famous stories surrounding old Davy Jones. All right. Um, So this first one is about Davy Jones, the pub owner. So um, (laughs) 
best part. Sorry, so a pub Luma owner. Is, is, what? Sorry, Loomer's just being annoying. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get out of here. She was like scratching for attention. She like comes in the office and then scratches Fair at the enough, door. You know? She like closes it and scratches at the door and then has me chase her. I don't get it's it. It's hard out there for a bunny. That's I so get it. Cute, <laughs> cute bunny. Oh, <laughs> so a pub owner by the name of Davy Jones was the owner of a British pub. Now, one thing he hated the most was drunken sailors and pirates. Boo. Right? Ooh. That sounds, sounds like David Jones, if you ask me. <laughs> That's a real David Jones move. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so whenever they would come to his pub, he'd get extremely intoxicated. Oh, he'd get them extremely intoxicated and lock them up in his ale locker. He would then take their unconscious bodies out to the docks and sell them to sailors as slaves. Not cool, David. Oh, no. If he wasn't Majorly able to sell uncool. one. Yeah, right? And if he wasn't able to sell one, he would just lock their unconscious bodies in ships that were passing through the harbor. Now, a word about Davy locking away and sailing sailors got out, and since they were his number one client, they stopped coming altogether understandably this yeah. led his pub going out of business and him becoming bankrupt yeah eventually you stop seeing sweeney todd for haircuts too <laughs> exactly same same energy going on here but he's more david than god yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so david jones desperate to get back on his feet <laughs> had to take some drastic measures to make ends meet and sold his soul to the devil the devil then turned him to what he always loathed as part of the trade, which was a pirate. Amazing. <laughs> I love that story. Good call, devil. Right? <laughs> he then stole a ship from a harbor and sailed the Atlantic Ocean, hijacking other ships, decapitating or key hauling most of their crew and stealing their treasure. The remaining crew would then be locked in the ship and he'd sink it as he sailed away. As time went on, legends of this pub owner that sold his soul to the devil lurked around bars and harbors, warning sailors of his ghost ship. I mean, that's spooky, but also, I don't know. Yeah, very David Jones energy. Not, yeah. not David yeah. Jones. Yeah. No. Especially if you're a pub owner and you don't like like drunk sailors are you yeah. kidding me like get out you're in the wrong profession buddy yeah <laughs> see it probably got like passed to him by like his dad and he's like dad i don't want to own a bar and, like, <laughs> maybe you know. his dad was davy jones that's what i was yeah. gonna say <laughs> it's a cycle it just repeats for all mm -hmm. eternity <laughs> <laughs> they go from david to davy just constantly in a constant cycle <laughs> <laughs> There has to always be one. <laughs> That's the balance <laughs> in it. <laughs> once once one is born, the other dies, yeah. and it just keeps going in this vicious cycle for all of eternity. <laughs> so this next one may sound a little more familiar to those familiar with the Pirate series, and this is Davy Jones and Calypso. <gasps> yes. That's I'm a so real excited. story? Yeah. Yay, I thought they I know, made like, that shit up for Disney the movie. Yet. <laughs> no, uh, we're going to talk about that later. Pirates of the Caribbean actually did a pretty good job. Um, so, there once was a beautiful sea goddess named Calypso. 
She was the daughter to the Titan god Atlas, and her mother was Tethys. Calypso ruled the seas and was both feared and adored by sailors. She was an all-powerful being, but she did have one fault, and that was her mortal blood. One day, Same. Calypso, Same. right? <laughs> Go off, sister. Curse this mortal blood. <laughs> it's why Kimmy and I make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, no, you know that all tracks. Yeah, I, I want to make a shirt now. This is curse this mortal blood. <laughs> curse this mortal blood. Just I'll wear that sweating. every day. <laughs> yeah, every day my back hurts. And, oh. Curse this mortal blood. <laughs> okay, uh, so one day Calypso met a young Scottish sailor by the name of Davy Jones, and because of her mortal blood, she fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. Davy felt the same, and the two became enamored with one another. Calypso rewarded his love by giving him the sacred task of collecting all the poor souls who died at sea and ferrying them to the worlds beyond. She did warn him that taking on this task meant he could only set foot on dry land once every 10 years. And if this love was true to him, his task would be complete and a new captain of the Dutchman would be found. Davy Jones accepted this task and spent centuries doing as Calypso asked. But whenever he came ashore, Calypso was nowhere to be found. (laughs) That breaks my heart. Right? Damn. Calypso, much like the ocean, was unpredictable and over time slowly broke Davy Davy Jones' heart as he longed for her. He believed as long as she ruled the seas, she would find her way back to him. So... When the men at the sea, the pirate brethren, coven, wait, convened a great conclave, Davy Jones plotted with them to tear the rules of the sea away from Calypso. With this help, the brethren tricked the goddess and imprisoned her into the body of a mortal woman. Calypso was hurt by Davy Jones. <laughs> she was like, that just sounds like opportunity, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Instead of running into his arms, she became cold and wanted nothing to do with him. Again, uh-huh. fair. That's so fair. Yeah. Surprise. If I mean, you're into someone and you betray them so they can be with you, it's not going to work yeah. out, chief. <laughs> Especially if they take you and trap you in a body. Yeah. Um, no one wants know. a body. And yeah. she also she gave you immortality. Yeah. And just okay. Well, to be Ghosting fair, she's like it's not an excuse. <laughs> yeah. To no, kidnap I, a lady. Okay. This is so Pirates of the Caribbean, but I have so many thoughts and feelings on this subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm gonna let you finish first. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but yeah. I'm supposed to be the greatest goddess yeah. of all time. <laughs> Oh, thank you for this episode's meeting, because that's definitely going to be it. <laughs> you know it, too. <laughs> uh, where was that? Okay, so Calypso was hurt by David Jones. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so she became cold and wanted nothing to do with him. She was free, and he took that away from her. Mm-hmm. Soon, Davy Jones's grief and guilt of what he had done became so great, he ripped out his own heart. A heart that had betrayed him right out of his chest and locked it away in the dead man's chest. 
just like what? the movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I want to go rewatch all three of these movies right, right? now. Right. <laughs> he then abandoned his duties and turned into a monster with an octopus-like face, tentacle <sighs> beard, crab legs, and hands, cursed to be consumed by aquatic flora and fauna in his bitterness and heartbreak. He returned to the seven seas. Only now, sailors everywhere would fear him to death, for Davy Jones had turned fierce and cruel with an insatiable taste for all things brutal. Which is where Pirates kind of starts at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but then, an ambitious mortal, who himself wished to rule the seas, came into possession of the hidden beating heart of Davy Jones. And this mortal knew that he could use the heart to make JV, Davy Jones do his bidding. Jar of dirt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, an ancient and horrible creature of the darkest depth, known as the Kraken, yes. appeared upon those seas. And this terrible beast brought the monster, the, brought the master of the Flying Dutchman even more souls onto his cursed ship. Dead sailors forever impressed into servitude. Now, those pirate lords grew ever more fearful. But when they convened again, they only argued and fought amongst themselves. So afraid were they of Calypso's anger at their treachery. But one of the brethren did not wait for agreement. Tricked by the goddess herself, he took all of the tokens of their betrayal, the powerful items that had imprisoned Calypso, and he then undid the spell that bound her to the mortal flesh. Now, the goddess was free, and her wrath indeed became horrible to behold, and even worse to experience. As it should. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this also might sound familiar. The enraged goddess Calypso gathered the waters of the ocean around herself in a giant whirlpool. A massive maelstrom, and the battle raged off at the center of it. And it was the very first battle that Davy Jones' heart was pierced, and he finally died finally free for all eternity. Now, with his death, Davy Jones felt peace again and was welcomed back into the dark embrace of the seas, for Calypso, in her own way, still loved him, and his ship, the Flying Dutchman, received a new captain, and all was, it, and all was as it was meant to be. So that was a lot to take in, but... Well, I love that. It. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good thing we've seen the movie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We don't, we're not spoiler free. We don't care. Yeah. These yeah, movies no, came uh, out in the 2000s. I think it's fine. Like, you have a seven month period when something comes out. Yeah. Disney actually followed a story so, in, and, and did there, like, in my opinion, anyway, like a really good job. It was a like, good retelling. Yeah. I, I'm sad. I didn't hear you say she exploded into a thousand crabs. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's yeah, that one of my absolute favorite parts. That's a really, that's a good, that's a good like flavor twist. On I yeah. wish I could do that. Right, anytime. <laughs> just when you get mad, just like. Explode <laughs> into a thousand crabs. Genuinely, I wish I could do that. Oh. <laughs> but that's like her first, her first, like going back into being a sea goddess. Mm -hmm. from her human form oh my god i love it so much <laughs> well, like, so when i put this story together it was weird because i could only find like pieces of things so mm -hmm. it's a bunch of stuff put together and i do feel some of it is pirates but though like and how like the events happen i feel pirates definitely filled it in 
but a lot of it is just from like mythology of mm-hmm. like this was these two this is like what happened he yeah. betrayed her darkness sadness and then freedom to be together again so it it's not like one story i found because i wasn't able to find one story it's like 12 yeah <laughs> right that makes sense it. like so much mythology is mm-hmm. sort of structured so, that way and uh, I, her like having a mortal heart like cursing her mortal heart for falling in love with some idiot is just such a vibe (laughs) straight up yeah (laughs) such a vibe that's fucking every woman i've ever known honestly (laughs) i have a good chunk of the men that i've known of just kind of a like what is going on (laughs) curse this mortal blood mortal blood It makes me fall in love. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's every it's every single Shakespeare play is. Yeah. God damn it, her really? <laughs> but for her. Oh and my god. So like, I feel like there's a lot of dark stories we talk about, but I like adore this one because mm-hmm. she's free and he finally gets it. Cause yeah. There's people that are just like that, and that's okay. It's a and relatively yeah. happy ending. Yeah. Which you don't get very often. It's yeah. very romantic. And they they both did bad stuff to each other, but they <laughs> yeah. still ended up together. Yeah. They it were was toxic a bit of a toxic together. Together. Yeah. 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 Which is but like everyone a little compatibly toxic. toxic. <laughs> just, just a little. Exactly. Yeah. Well, just a, just a smidgen of toxic. Toxicity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what we can call it? Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I I love that story. Like, it was hard to find all the stuff for it, but it was, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. I guess I love Davy Jones and Calypso, because I remember mm-hmm. watching Pirates at a young age, and this was before, like, I, like, came out as bi, and I was like, hmm, she she's kind of cute. This will awaken something in me, and I won't understand <laughs> it for a few yeah. years. <laughs> Yeah, we'll figure this out in college. And then, yeah, and then I found when I saw Davy Jones, he's like, hmm, tentacle monster. We'll see where that leads me. <laughs> I'm feeling similar stirrings. Yeah, you're like, hmm. Saw the crack and was like, oh man. Pirates did some oh, more man. awakening than I thought yeah. it would. Every single person in Pirates of the Caribbean is super sexy. Every single person can get it. Every. Yeah. Listen, I do. Every person. (laughs) That's like like our generation's The Mummy. I guess it's still kind of our generation. Good point. (laughs) I I have the best advice for anyone on the planet and I have told it to many of my friends in relationships and they have always been like there's no way and then they do it and they're like you were right if you're in a relationship get your partner a pirate shirt you're welcome that's it <laughs> and I've, I've been Figure getting out from there. I've been getting a lot of trash for it they'll always drag me for it and then a month later they come back they're like you were right and I'm like I know I my pirate shirt just to clarify you don't mean like a t-shirt with a pirate logo no 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 no, 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 no. Mean, like exactly one of those romantic about. like mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's open at the chest and yeah. it's got like the billowy white sleeves and, everyone yeah. is hotter as a pirate i fucked up i bought shirt. a t-shirt with a pirate flag on it <laughs> <laughs> and things, things have not been going well that's 
That's um, not the sexy shirt, Ryan. No, now, I feel like that's now still I good see though. where I went wrong. <laughs> that's the miscommunication. Yeah. No. Yeah. If my husband got me a pirate shirt, I'd be very excited. Yes. Pirate shirts look great on anyone of any gender. And, and I that's, mean, that's why. I oh, mean, yeah. pi- I mean, an old school pirate shirt, but I also mean just like with a skull and crossbones. I'd be like really <laughs> stoked on that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You're like, I like that. It's it's just what you want the energy to be for the rest of the day what do you want me to wear in the bedroom versus what (laughs) i'm gonna wear outside and be like hey everyone i really like pirates (laughs) (laughs) that's why you wear the pirate shirt that you have right Mm -hmm. and the normal tee and then you like go to your husband it's like how can you one up this (laughs) 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 and see what happens a squid beard oh (laughs) a squid beard (laughs) That's Hot. it. Please. Get, get a tee with a pirate skull on it and a squid beard, and it has the same effects as a romantic pirate shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True story. All True right. facts. <laughs> True. Now, while you guys go, order your pirate shirts, as you should. We are going to... Performing a Bloody Mary ritual is surprisingly easy, but designing without any design experience isn't. Well, that's until Canva. Whether you are presenting, downloading, scheduling, sharing via social media, or printing, Canva is here to help your work make an impact in the real world and take your marketing material to the next level. I work as a professional graphic designer and I was honestly blown away by all the tools and resources Canva has. When they say they have a template for everything, they mean it. From party invitations, social media posts, flyers, and office templates, they have it all. With thousands of professional templates, images, and quality content, I've been able to not only get a head start on my projects, but also bring my best work to life easily and quickly. And the best part about Canva is you don't have to be a designer to use it. You can easily edit the templates they have available, or you can hire one of their designers to help you out. And if you already have a designer on your team, you can invite them to work on the project as well. With Canva Pro, your whole team can make real-time changes, provide feedback, and quickly approve projects. Plus, as a designer, you can upload brand assets like fonts, brand colors, and images so all the design resources are in one place. Plus, our listeners who sign up get a free 30-day free trial of Canva Pro. So what are you waiting for? Upgrade your marketing today by going to partner.canva.com slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Canva banner. Again, that's partner.canva.com slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Canva banner to start designing today. Welcome back, campers. We hope you enjoyed that little break. We are now going to talk about the appearance and history of Davy Jones. Okay, sorry, I'm still a little giggly from our break. Yeah, we really enjoyed our break. <laughs> yeah, we were we are having a great time here, you guys. <laughs> so, when it comes to appearances, he is more than just a ghostly beard and a pirate hat, and you'll typically see at the party store. So Davy Jones is gruesome and terrifying. Old Tale says he has saucer eyes and three rows of teeth, horns, Ooh. and a tail, and blue smoke that comes from the nostrils. Ooh. He is dressed as a pirate captain. 
but his clothes are tethered and looked worn. Later on, as more was added to his description, he was described as an octopus-faced man with tentacles and saucer eyes. He is known to have arms and legs replaced by crab legs and arms that have aquatic flora and fauna all over him. Under his tentacle beard, there is said to be a hollowed out hole in his chest where his heart used to lie. Fuck yeah. Oh, I love and that. I wish they had kept that in the movies. I know. That's so like spooky okay. ghost story pirate theme. Ooh, yeah, and if it like blue smoke came out of it, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. There's someone's, listen, there's someone's next Halloween costume or mm-hmm. RPG villain. You are welcome. <laughs> yeah, either way. Um, so being the devil of the sea, he was also known to possess many supernatural abilities. His abilities allowed him to cause events like dangerous hurricanes out to sea, and it said he would perch amongst the ridge of the eve of a hurricane to warn of what is to come. So like a gargoyle. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so here's a handy dandy list of some of his many abilities. So teleport onto ships and pass through solid objects, enchanting his ship to travel underwater, track souls by plugging them with a black spot. He also allows any of his crew to mark someone, but only he can remove it. So like slight micromanaging, but like <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> I just that's just it's just the opposite of how you should do those things <laughs> yeah. okay. you shouldn't be doing it flipped. <laughs> yeah um can he's, summon... I mean, he's busy he can't multitask all the time yeah. so there's a lot of people who if they could get it removed they can right he was Only like he had extra hands yeah he's like i need an intern for this yeah. <laughs> can i get an intern, <laughs> I need an intern. thanks <laughs> um he can summon the kraken Amazing. Um, he has tons of extra hands, and he's Whoa. able to use his tentacles, which make up for the struggle of having crab hands. And though they are great for attacking, um, they can't really do anything else. So his tentacles are like his things that wrap around. I'm so glad we're not recording. That was so awkward for a second. <laughs> but like he, like that's why he'll like drink a bottle. He'll like get up that way, which is pretty cool. Um, he's got superhero strength which makes sense. And he can live forever because he is immortal. Mm-hmm. Thanks so, to his boo. Well, yes. That's the previous story, but... <laughs> yeah, no, he his girl set him up real nice. Real, real nice. So with all these abilities, he does have some weaknesses. So can only step onto dry land once every 10 years. Um, and with the way the world's going, I don't, I don't think that's as bad as it used to be. So... Yeah. <laughs> and... Though immortal, he does have one weakness, which is his heart. So the only way to kill him is to destroy his heart. And he keeps his heart in the jar. So you capture it, you can control him. Because the thing is, like, the story we read of Davy Jones is he dies in it, but then someone else takes his place. So there's always a Davy Jones. Mm-hmm. It's always heartbroken for for some reason. And doesn't want to be with his heart. But then he dies and is with his love. So, like, it works out in the end. It does. <laughs> so, now the weaknesses versus the power is pretty drastic. And overall, he is a very powerful entity. So, he is so powerful, many sailors refuse to even discuss anything related to him in great detail, worried it will summon him to them. So, being a fearful pirate of all these powers is important to know that sailors didn't fear him as much as you would think. So... 
they believed he helped them in the transition from life to death. The typical... So I kind of talked about this before. Burial at sea. Everyone was used to it. There was no reason to fear death unless you were malicious. And those were the people that just did not have a good time. So we're going to shift gears. So now we know what he looks like. I want to talk about some things or aspects about him that I feel it's kind of important to touch so we know who he is as a person. And nice. it justifies me when I put him really good at because he's hot. <laughs> so, no, he's hot. It's just yeah, he's hot. Flat, flat statement. Right. Done. You got anything to say about that, Ryan? No. No? 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 No, no I mean... Ryan agrees. It's we all hot. agreed every <laughs> single character in Pirates of the Caribbean is hot. So, uh-huh. If you take anything away from this episode, uh-huh. this is all of them. They did good, good job casting. Mm-hmm. So now you've heard a lot of talk about Davy Jones Locker. Let me tell you, it's almost as dreadful as your high school gym locker. Almost. <laughs> I don't believe it. I think so Abby Dave- and I shared a high school... Not a gym locker, but oh, a regular I didn't locker. take P- I didn't take PE in high school. <gasps> I uh, didn't take PE either. <laughs> did you do PE online? I did PE online. <laughs> uh, no, I did a. Um, Kelsey did this program with me. It was, but we did we did like a, a college connection program senior year, oh, and I got yeah. to take a. I got to take a life sciences class and substitute it for my PE credit. Oh. It's amazing. But Kelsey and I shared a regular locker. <laughs> yeah, not a gym locker. I was like, wait a minute. That is yeah. gross. <laughs> I took PE online. <laughs> nice. <laughs> got an A, baby. That's yeah. all. <laughs> That's how to do it. <laughs> it was the best, best decision of my life. Ooh. <laughs> So, speaking of lockers, Davy Jones' locker represents nautical superstitions of origins that go back to the 18th century seamen and pirates. The phrase, Davy Jones' locker, is an idiom that refers to the seabed, which is the resting place for all those sailors who have drowned at sea. The term locker was also another name for chest. So, the most evil and wicked sailors who died at sea were locked in the chest by Davy himself. So they could never escape and had to spend eternity in there. So the phrase Davy Jones was used to Davy Jones locker was used to symbolize the afterlife for those lost at sea, whether they were sailors, pirates, or even ships. This is how they entered the other world. And it's believed that's what is at the bottom of the ocean. That's why we can't reach it. So only few fared the Davy Jones locker, but more were terrified of the flying Dutchman. So now, what is a pirate without a ship? Davy Jones is famously known to be the captain of the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. So this ship is known to be a legendary ghost ship that is cursed to sail the seas forever. The legend goes that Jones hailed out to the sky on a trip from Holland to Batavia and said, "God or devil, I will sail around the cap, and if every and if it means sailing towards our last judgment." Well, God did not answer the phone. The devil did, though. And hey, y'all he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <was> hello. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what he did. <laughs> and he took control of that ship and sailed it forever and ever. So, <laughs> sailors told legends of how to be cautious of this dangerous ghost ship. 
that brings nothing but doom to anyone who sees it. According to this legend, if hailed by another ship, the crew of the Flying Dutchman might try to send messages to land or people long to death. So the crew consisted of dead, doomed to work for eternity. So zombie workers. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it was like a little bit capitalistic. <laughs> you guys want to think of it. Like when you did your retail job when you were 16, that's kind of what's going on right here. Well, are they getting paid though? No. So yeah. it's an internship. From- <laughs> it's an internship. <laughs> Is it... <laughs> That's what indentured servitude really is. It's, it's, it's really, an it's, yeah. it's an internship that never ends. Yeah. yeah. How else are you going to get that work experience, you know? <laughs> you got to have 20 years under your belt by the age of five. You got to do it uh-huh. somehow. <laughs> so, Why not being a mortal crewman? Yeah. No, that's it. Just become a zombie. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can work in a capitalistic society under the Flying Dutchman, too. Easy peasy. <laughs> So there are reported sightings in the 19th and 20th century, but the oldest legends of the ship come from the late 18th century. So now, on our show, we have our favorite section, and it is called, Is It Time for Science or the Church? (laughs) So ladies, what happens is, based off what I've told you, you'll guess to see either the church, which is typically Catholic, or scientists will have a theory as to what Davy Jones really is. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you if it's a tie. I'll tell you if you're right. I'll tell you if you're wrong. But you'll just pick what you think involves Davy Jones and who has a say of what's really going on. Science or the church? Yeah. And Ryan's got a fun little soundboard too. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Ryan, and lead us into? What oh, I'm a, I'm gonna let them guess. Okay. Yeah. Science. Science. Ooh. I think, I mean, more because, like, I think if the, ch- if it, the church has an explanation, I can kind of guess at it, so I'm hoping it's science. <laughs> do, do you want to have a guess? I'm going to guess church. Okay. All the, all the devil stuff. Okay. So oh. do I do both sound points at the you, same time yeah, since they get different? So it's just like, and also... <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Always the church. Every other folklore. Yeah, every other folklore. <laughs> but it is the church. So now there's a possibility that Davy Jones comes from the Bible. So according to the book of Jonah, Jonah was the priest that was betrayed by the word of God, which resulted in, in becoming Devil Jonah, a.k.a. Davy Jones. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. So... I like that. <laughs> We're reaching deep into the memories <laughs> for all of for all of y'all that have heard church stories and really digging it out. But here's a good summary. It doesn't get preachy, I promise. So, <laughs> but one day, God commanded Jonah to go to the city of Nevin and warn them of the great wickedness that is to come. Jonah wasn't a brave man, though, and instead of warning them. He attempts to flee and sets sail for Tarshish. Tarshish. Tarshish, Tarshish. Sounds great. He sails to there. The place that starts with a T. Well, <laughs> cool. Sounds good. So because of Jonah disobeying God, he punishes him, which results in a huge storm being casted as they attempt to sail away. 
It isn't long until the crew realizes the swarm is of godly power. And when they confront Jonah about it, he admits how he disobeyed the Lord. And if he's thrown overboard, the swarm You idiot! <laughs> Classic David. Classic, Classic David. David. Classic David. It's such a David move. <laughs> this, is, this is a David move for sure. I'm starting to think there's two, there's two folklore creatures in this story. <laughs> yeah. David and Davy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> they so, are not the same. Now, this is because I was like, let's just toss him. Immediate thought. I feel like you guys are on the same page. Because mm-hmm. God doesn't do like single strikes, you know? No. He's not a pre- he's not a precision no. striker, is our Lord. Uh no. he uh he's more of an AoE. Yeah. yeah, person. And we're you know, talking if, Old Testament right here. So oh yeah. Uh, so if you yeah. can escape the area of effect, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just just get five no rocks out. Yeah, and yeah. you're fine. <laughs> and get it because like he, God, God is the wizard in your Pathfinder game that just wants to cast fireball regardless yeah. of what the situation is. <laughs> like he may just be trying to get one guy. But he's yeah. gonna cast fireball, which is gonna go in a thirty-foot cone. You know. Yeah. The only time to split the party is when you're in the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> Always split yeah. the party. Yeah. <laughs> Always yeah. split the party. <laughs> and they're on a wooden ship. Like, if that fireball hits. Yeah, this isn't GG. a big pirate ship. This no, is Constitution little... save gonna save you there. This is a little baby ship. <laughs> oh, oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah. Toss so, the guy he's after right overboard and keep yeah. sailing on your merry way. <laughs> We're all like, toss the bitch. Yeah. But so did they? No. So at no. first, the sailors refused to toss him. And oh. they continued rowing. That's nice They're still in the area of effect. And eventually, they ensnared him in chains, trapping him in a casket and Ooh. throwing him overboard. So this is where the locker oh. kind of comes into place. Abby, you're gonna hate this if you don't know the story. Already. Oh, I know the story. It's one okay. of the reasons I. It's one of the reasons I have the feelings <laughs> that I do. <laughs> so okay. Jonah is swallowed by Levi- Leviathan? Leviathan. 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 See, I'm a bad Catholic. Like, <laughs> that's so okay. She, so am I. <laughs> woo, are are there any good ones though? Um, so. No. So they're saying Jonah and the whale is Davy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's a theory. I'll take yeah. it. That makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. So a giant whale. So it was a giant whale. And the storm immediately calms down, and the sailors are safe. But his story does not end there. Being stuck in the hellmouth of Lithian, Lithian, Leviathan, Leviathan, Leviathan. So being stuck in the hellmouth of Leviathan for three days and three nights, Jonah grows mad. He becomes yeah, of hateful. course he does. <laughs> you would too if it smelled like tuna for three days. So Amen. he becomes hateful, bitter, and vengeful to the holder while being trapped in beast belly. He then gains powers and becomes the devil of the seas and uses his powers of hellmouth to make his own casket as a hellish prison for sailors that undergo mutiny against one of their own. And the prison is known as Davy Jones' Locker. Oh, I like that, oh. that it explains why it's like his crew is all mutineers. Yeah, or... so... 
it all comes together. That's why he was thrown in the casket. He makes it the prison for all sailors that betray. Is that how the story actually ends, though? Because as I recall from, like, first day school growing up, they, yeah. it, it, it was more like he repented and was, yeah. like, set free from that was, Yeah, I don't remember that part of the story. That was the, like, Christian version. This is the more historic version. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't. Of course the Catholics have a meaner version of this story. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, totally. like, something to keep in mind is this is more, because, the testament version it's to be like forgiven and saint and whatever but this is more like what it could have been before if that okay. makes sense so okay cool i like yeah. it like i like this version better way better <laughs> way better because this ties with the davy jones absolutely <laughs> my bible's screaming at me right now it's fine though so <laughs> turning this time so he does pray to god in his affliction and commits to giving thanks and to paying what he has vowed God then makes him spit Jonah up and the casket out. But they both sink to the black depths of the sea, becoming the gateway to Davy Jones' locker. So he does pray for forgiveness, but he isn't set free. He is set to be imprisoned for all eternity. Jeez. So <laughs> These punishments do not fit the crime, Lord. No. <laughs> no. I'm trying to remember, what was he asked to do? Just go... He, he was asking from the town about danger to come, yeah. and he was like, I'm going to head out, actually. Well, that actually is, in by a whale. He is kind of a weasel. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, it, it's a very, like, wasn't the best man for the job, but you shouldn't have assigned the job to a man that couldn't have done it in the first place. Bad delegation. You don't know your team very well. Yeah, yeah. It's you can tell he's very out of the office kind of personality. Not reliable. No, maybe God's a startup owner. Um. Anyway, the purpose of these stories was to serve as. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought to myself like maybe Jonah was just quiet quitting. quite kidding at a startup that's what will happen Uh, (laughs) that's great so the purpose of these stories was to serve as a reminder to follow the world of god and how immoral seafarers would be sent to davy jones locker and only good sailors would be protected by the lord this dismissed the idea that every sailor would end up in Davy Jones' locker and only the ones that ignored God's mm. word would have a one-on-one encounter with the devil of the sea. So that's how religion affected it. It mm. made it so only the bad people went to Davy Jones, whereas everyone else that sailed the sea believed we all go there, but what happens when you're there depends on who you were as a person. Interesting. So I think that was really interesting. Um, we're now going to hand it over to Ryan, and he does a little segment called Modern Takes, where he talks about what's going on with good old Davy or David Jones now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so David Jones uh, is gone. But um, so, yeah, I have a very short Modern Takes this time, but, I mean, I'm sure it'll get expanded in more. But... Um, so, as everyone here is aware, because I keep mentioning it, and everyone else keeps mentioning it, so Pirates of the Caribbean, Ooh. the Disney show, actually kind of nailed it um, when talking about Davy Jones and making it, like, digestible for a broad audience. Um, 
but uh, the mouse is notorious for uh, changing things up. Um, I mean, you look at every Disney movie ever, never matches the lore. So um, shout out, I guess, um, <laughs> for doing it right. Um, possibly the first and only time. I don't really know. I could be wrong there. But yeah, um, I mean, everything from even like the small details like you talked about of like the like black spot on the hand mm-hmm. and like there's even I think there's a time in the movie where he like teleports through a wall. I'm pretty sure that happens. Yeah. yeah. When they first beat him. And the bars, like the prison bars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even down to like the giant Calypso um, whirlpool Mm -hmm. fight. Yeah, but yeah, that's really all I got. Um, (laughs) Shout out to the mouse. Shout out. The one like original film. (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't know, you know, we read these classic fairy tales on our podcast and they literally never ever follow the whole story never and you know sometimes it's fine like sometimes it's great um what was the one the movie that i we we just did a story oh aladdin aladdin Mm -hmm. i think disney did a perfect interpretation great for kids better than like you know the classic tale Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but there are so many others that they completely changed the story can i tell you Tell yeah. you guys like a trauma thing about Disney and story. <laughs> sure. So Please do. The thing to understand is when I was little, um, my dad would work and my mom would stay at home. And my mom's Brazilian. So mm-hmm. she like came to America <laughs> and she has a little girl that likes the little mermaid. And we'd go to the public library a lot. She did not understand there were different little <laughs> mermaids. And she thought every Little Mermaid story was about Ariel. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Little oh, emotional Pisces Kimmy uh, <laughs> sat down, big eye, hopeless romantic. I think it was like five or something, and I still remember it. And I remember watching Hans Christensen's version of oh, yeah. The Little Mermaid. And I went to my mother sobbing because she dies yeah. <laughs> and she and she was so confused as what was what <laughs> is that the one where she turns to sea foam yeah. yeah that one's messed up i was so distraught my mom was like this is from the library the children's section like yeah. why was it that- so Disney that story is like Disney. one of the specific stories why we call it a what the fuck fairy tale podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like I do like I love the art of it now and I love like the actual story, but that movie messed me up as a child. <laughs> I went straight to Milan for a while after that. Mm-hmm. I just kept yeah, doing it. Solid choice. <laughs> oh, I love that oh, yeah. so much. Yeah, that's a good one to take. I don't know. Who's your favorite from Pirates? If you had to pick a pirate to sail the sea with. Oh man, um, what are the two like the comedic relief ones in the show? Like, oh my gosh, in the oh, eye. I can't I think of their, their names. names. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about, though. Those two. Yeah. <laughs> they're so good. Oh, Pintle and Rigetti, I guess, are their names. I don't know if they're ever actually named this, in yeah. the show. Yeah, the one missing the eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be my pick. Beautiful. So good. 
Gosh, oh. I mean, I'm so torn because I have two I have two loves of my life in that in that movie. <laughs> um, one of them is Captain Hector Barbosa. Uh, love him, love of my life, sexiest man on the sh- sexiest man in the movie. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm so attracted to him. <laughs> As, as specifically as the pirate, specifically as Barbosa, um, it's peak Jeffrey Rush. I love it so much. Um, so either uh, him or the other great love of my life, uh, Pirate King Elizabeth Swan, because uh, yes. my fix for that entire franchise is that she. It's nearly flawless, except for the very end, where instead of continuing to be the pirate king mm-hmm. and meeting up with Will every 10 years at an agreed-upon spot, she goes and she lives alone on an island with their baby. Oh. No. Yeah, that that makes me mad. You're a pirate king, and you loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I would say. <laughs> Which I know we've talked about before for sure but it's still perfect every time you hear it mm-hmm. i i love that because i always feel they did her kind of dirty because i was like she's oh. never vocalized that's something she wants you know yep. what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. so it was just like oh like that bitch would have him wrapped on her as she's out to sea and that would make her much more terrifying yeah. in my honest opinion mm-hmm. he could visit her at sea right you know yeah. Right, right. Okay, I'm they so They could glad live together, you maybe. <laughs> yep. They don't have to meet on land. You could fuck on a boat, okay? Like, <laughs> it pisses me off. <laughs> it's like, you are not thinking about this as all. Because he, he, and he never kid. turns into a weird, creepy tentacle monster either, right? He just stays... He just stays hot. Yeah. yeah. His heart's not broken because his the love of his yeah. life actually meets up with him every 10 years. So he doesn't <laughs> yeah. turn into tentacle barnacle boy. Yeah, that was, a, that was definitely a plot hole ending. Like, yeah. so she could just go on a boat, and she's already pirate king. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's as long as we can all agree yeah. they did her dirty and yeah. deserved more. Then I think my heart can kind of rest. They honestly could have kept the movies going with her too. Like, I know. I really I wanted a movie. I really wanted a movie with Kira Knightley and Penelope Cruz being pirate baby yeah. together. Yes. I mean, the hotness and the I action. I forgot Penelope Cruz. She's Blackbeard's daughter, right? Yeah. Yes. It was Penelope Cruz hot. and Josh Sparrow are my two. That fight battle woke something in me. Like, that was the moment I knew. The nice. bi flag was raising in the background and beckoning in the wind. And I was like, hmm, this is a nice battle. I want them both. I want them both. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That's my type. I know it. I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. And I have accepted that as my reality. What about you, Kelsey? I mean, obviously, I, I'm just so in love with Jeffrey Rush in general. But as Captain Barbosa, I mean, yeah. I remember, I think the most, like, iconic film moment for me personally was being in theaters, watching the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And Jeffrey Rush comes out at the end and bites an apple. And he's like, so tell me, what's been of my ship or whatever? And yeah. he just bites an apple. And I just, I, almost, I died <laughs> in that moment and came back to life. I'm so in love with him especially Captain Barbosa specifically. 
and I think he's an amazing actor in general. But also, actually, as we were talking about it, Calypso, uh, Naomi Harris, who I just realized as we were talking about it, she plays Shriek in the new Venom movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, I, I just know that. <laughs> I, I I fucking love her and I love Calypso, the whole idea that she's like this powerful goddess and she falls in love with this fucking stupid mortal. <laughs> yeah. And That's she's just like blood. Which is some guy. And some then he guy. gets all mad about it and she's like, What? <laughs> like But would you love me if I were anything other than I am? Like I've always loved that line so much. And the the story just really puts she that has together powerful lines in yeah. that movie though she, she's like but this is who i am you wouldn't love me if i wasn't fucking this and <laughs> unpredictable as the fucking sea and she, uh, just uh i'm uh, yeah i'm a I, I would also become davy jones <laughs> <laughs> for her absolutely in a yeah. second she Ugh. just shows up and you're like yes she's like i haven't said anything you're like you don't need to whatever say you want and it's and and the fact that, like, you know, they set her free or whatever, and then she just turns into a thousand crabs and pieces out. <laughs> like, she's so, like, fuck all of you. That's <laughs> it's so good. I love that Those song. are the two greatest loves of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Barbosa and Calypso. Oh. <laughs> Fine choices. Fine choices all around. <laughs> They're all great choices. <laughs> Pretty much this was all just like the three of us, Thirsty and Ryan being like, oh, I'm here for a good time. <laughs> I like the funny ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went with the comedic relief. And I was like, oh. They are pretty great, though. Oh, I think it's so great. Okay, so before we go on to our Alluring Alignment chart, um, we're going to... We're going to take a second. We're going to tell you what's going on. And then we're going to have you guys do a last little plug for your pod so cool. people can find you. Um, shirt. There's new merch in the merch shop on the updated website, which is really neat. Um, we talked about a little. We got MILF shirts. We got Leave No Trace Sasquatch stuff. We got <laughs> Cryptid State shirts. Um, I have a shirt. What was it? It's not Moth Gang. You, you, you had me... Change the name to something way better. I don't, I don't remember. It's cute little Mothman on a shirt. There's like a group of three of them. They're adorable. We have a bunch of stuff. So go check it out. I make all this stuff. Ryan gives me the ideas. And we create some really, really cool stuff. I think there's like tarot design. Anyway, that's the spiel on that. Um, Ryan, you want to tell people about the downloadables they can get on Patreon? Um... Do you yeah, did I, I don't I don't have the announcements pulled up really straight up mm-hmm. with you, Kimmy. Yeah. It's okay, um, I didn't write them. You have to bullshit. Oh, oh, we got downloadables on our Patreon for anyone who's not already a Patreon. Uh, go check it out. Um, and I guess going off my luring thing earlier this month, if you become a Patreon, you're gonna get access to behind the scenes stuff for all three of our shows moving forward. Um to be determined what those things are for those other shows, but you know, get in, get in early, get in often. Um, yeah, you get, you get a shop discount as uh-huh. so you get like fifteen uh-huh. percent off merch. Um, each month, 
there is a digital downloadable wallpaper of one of the illustrations and a coloring page, depending on what tier you're on. So you can mm-hmm. color and listen to folklore, which is pretty yeah. neat. But yeah, and then we're going to hand it off to the Fairy Tale Fix crew. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about your show, where people can find you, your best links, anything else that brings you joy. It's all you. <laughs> so we are fairy tales. <laughs> As previously mentioned, if you want to hear tons of fairy nonsense and uh, Abby and I tell each other fairy tales, we talk about them and we have just a grand old time. You can find us at fairytalefixpod.com and all of our socials are at fairytalefixpod. And I think that's everything. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, nice. Go check them out. I love them. Yeah. Ryan loves them. We all love them. So it means you guys have to love them. By <laughs> <laughs> we had so much fun. Thank you so much for. Uh, also, just a like, thank you so much for specifically telling us the story of Davy Jones. Yes. I know all of our <laughs> listeners know how much we love pirates, and we can yes. never find fairy tales of pirates in them. Oh, this was so great. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we we had we weren't as reactive because we were all just really enamored with the story. Oh my God, yeah, the best story. So it was really fun. Thank you for being up to a good pirate tale because I fell in love with Davy Jones in the story, and I feel like y'all did too. And that makes mm-hmm. my and Calypso. <laughs> oh, and we always loved Calypso. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Time for our alignment chart. So, are you guys are, are you guys are familiar with alignment chart, right? Very. Like, okay. Yes. Cool. So, yeah, lawful, um, evil, chaotic, neutral. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where'd you put them? I'd, I'd pop them in uh, chaotic neutral. Oh. Okay. I'd say lawful neutral. For David Jones, right? David yeah. Jones. Yeah. For David Jones. <laughs> David maybe, Jones. Maybe Davy Jones is more chaotic neutral, but no, cha- mm, lawful. Well, lawful. The- Davy Jones, lawful good. David Jones. <laughs> That's really hard. I think <laughs> lawful evil for David Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lawful evil for Unsure. sure. Yeah, screw David okay. Jones. No He's no fun him. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was so quick. That's the quickest we've ever come to a yeah. decision. <laughs> so I, I actually would put Davy Jones as lawful evil because I feel like, huh. um, like he's got his code, you know, like right. he's got and he's got a job mm-hmm. to do, which you know that's lawful. But um, from my story, it seems like near the end he kind of was just like, I'm just gonna do whatever I want like, <laughs> along the way. You know, okay. I mean, I he like went evil, but but yeah. going going along with kind of what Kimmy was saying earlier is that going to Davy Jones Locker could be either a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, right. he I, he was just kind of like the Lord of the Sea and sort of like the keeper yeah. of the underworld. Yeah, Which it was when he started going a little uh, sailing around, sinking people for no reason. Which is pretty chaotic, I gotta say. That's so. that's true. Yeah. It's yeah. So it really though. depends on which which time frame which you're looking at for Davy Jones. Jones. Yeah. 
It's a moment. We've yeah. all dated someone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> a phase. Yeah. Lawful good, lawful lawful evil normally when he's in a silly goofy mood lawful evil <laughs> or no chaotic evil sorry well i think lawful definitely lawful and i think he's like between good and neutral because he isn't he has a malicious moment girl breaks his heart get it i've been there like we get yeah. moments like the way he approached it was awful mm-hmm. i'm not going to dismiss that but came back around. So overall, that's where I kind of put him. And he's cute. Yeah. Cute like little pirate ghost. You gotta support that. You got a couple points up the yeah. alignment that's chart usually depending what on how cute you that's are. That's why you yeah. that was lawful good. The hotter you are, the more likely you're in the top right corner of the chart. <laughs> that's how I that's gave just, it. That's just science. It's it is. When you can't are, argue with it. Inner you, beauty is always reflected in outer beauty. Exactly. That's, that's why he has a set of tentacles and not just one, my friends. Because hey that was that, that Jack Black thing that's popped up again where it's like, sometimes hotties are ugly on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes uglies are super hotties on the inside. <laughs> It's like David Jones in all of his phases, like every single one. <laughs> From yeah. David Jones all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. this episode title has to have David Jones, the energy, yeah. the energy vampire or some shit. <laughs> David Jones, CPA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then uh, our way we end it is we say, what are our takeaways? We pick two takeaways, two things. Mm-hmm that you have learned as you go into the wilderness campers of how to keep yourself safe. So do you guys want, we'll have you two pick our two takeaways. Do we each pick one? They don't need to make sense. Yeah, you each pick one. (laughs) Kelsey, would you like to go first? Uh, The takeaway, always side with the hottie goddess. Okay, okay. solid, solid. I mean, right? Always side with the hottie. That's a fabulous takeaway. Amazing. <laughs> T-shirt material. TM. TM. <laughs> um, if you hate drunks and pirates, don't own a bar. Oh, oh yep. That's, that's a very, very good one good. as well. Great takeaway. All right, campers. Always side with the haughty goddess. And if you don't like drunks <laughs> and drunken sailors and pirates. Don't own a pub. A seaside bar is not for you. That is right. Solid advice. Maybe open a library. Maybe open a library and be a David Jones. Yeah. All right, everyone. accounting firm. Oh, thank you so much for listening. And thank you guys for being part of our chaotic camping journey through folklore. Your turn, Ryan. Don't uh, did you say thank you so much for listening. Have an alluring day, oh. and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. 
If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legends you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.